How's everybody doing? Good, good, brother. How you doing? Man? I'm doing great, man. We are on the Saucy Thoughts podcast, the most dangerous poetry podcast. And um, we only have impressive guests on here. And like I tell y'all, this is our therapy, <laughs> you know, and uh, we're having a good time. And um, and sometimes you run into some few peoples in your life where their words is just encouraging, but also their life is a, it's a blessing and inspiring to hear from, from the service that they have done, from the nation, from loving the nation that they live in, but also loving themselves to know that any circumstances that they get through or they go through, they'll make it out. Man, I have here a special guest named Cam Kamalaja. Kamjala. Kamjala, speak yeah. to the mic a little bit. Kamjala Islam Bay. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. sir. And um, you are you are a Marine? Uh, yes. You, I, did time, um, I did my service in the Marines from 2007 to um, medically being uh, discharged in 2012. Wow! Wow! So um, you was you was active. You was outside. You was um, you was in there. And um, I have some few military friends, few that are in the Marines, and I just felt like this is gonna be an inspirational one. And um, beginning of the year, we only have impressive guests on the Saucy Thought Podcast. Oh, for sure. And Cam, you're an impressive person. You're an impressive host. <laughs> I try, man. Welcome to the Saucy Thought hey, Podcast, thank man. You, thank you. Um, so we're gonna start off, you know, with a little jam, you know, get y'all in the right tone. And I felt like this song by Meek Millie, you know, rap silly. <laughs> these are these cars okay. by Meek Mill. And I was on the gram entertaining all the rap beefs. We was in the hood going to war. Pull a poop caddy like who said they gon' get at me Pull up in your hood, niggas running like a trap meet No more rollies, I'm just buying more properties Young niggas watching me, give them that game properly Pass go twice, skip jail, build a monopoly Don't let them trick you out of your spot, nigga you got to be Retardo, if you can trick me out this new Gallardo Since I've been getting it, I miss a season from Ricardo T.C., when they see me, know me in Wells Fargo Still rapping like it's no tomorrow So I don't understand, let me borrow And let you in my circle, but that's coming with a cost though You don't work, you gon' starve, yo Dime in the crib, tiptoeing on the marble Rocking all his ice, I'm just trying to hide my scars though Something about that race and them lights, how them stars glow Give me motivation, I'm Miami, know the Haitians All the hitters got the bitches in them MMG A legend on Collins, how they gon' remember me? Y'all niggas The land he gave us was always ours Don't close the door, you always more Oh, oh, oh. 
had it gone ice down, ah yeah. Run around, spin lava. Drinking purple lean, fuck my scada. Ran in the rain like a shot Skipped out of school, whipped the deuce to a four. Chanel on my hook, I got marble on my floor. Ten mil deal just to wear the door. I secured the bag first round, that's a course. Cocaine away inside, that's a bush. Came from the gun, a nigga trapping is a sports. Y'all niggas don't spray the drum in the court. Past the activist, pop the seal like a court. They running out of info, making rumors, what's your source? Friends turning foes, niggas leaving me no choice. Hoes in the spores, make a nigga come short. Hit a few, lick the I made it on the truth. The land he gave us was always ours. Don't close the door, you always more. get back into it you know the saucy thought podcast we try to get live every week and sometimes you know life just doesn't happen that way circumstances happen and things change and i have a military uh, a retired military vet he's a sergeant marine pfc as entry from 07 to 012 you served and you served this nation very well i mean you made the ultimate sacrifice for you your family and your future how did you come about making that decision, and how did that who how did you find that person? Uh man, um, so I I always been that person, mm-hmm. you know, um, just just something I always been with inside, you know, myself, you know, as as we all feel, you know, yep. what I'm saying we all have have something inside ourselves that we feel that you know, um, you know, it is me, but it's it's always greater than me, you know, mm-hmm. you know, to some circumstance or another. You know, so at that time, I was young at that time, you know. Um, I was old enough to make my decisions, but, you know, young enough to um, under, not understand the, you know, the full perspective of decisions that I'm yeah. making, you know. But at the end of the day, I was ready for it because I felt it, you know. So, um, And you said you said you was ready for it. Um, did you go right into the Marines after high school? Um, so I did a year in um, junior college in Mississippi. Mississippi, yeah, from Mississippi, right, um, right. Okay, and you have some experience in Cali, and we're gonna touch on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so from Mississippi, um, you, that's when you went to the military and went active. Right. Um, was that something that's been in your family? Um, so I have some family members that um, that served military um, mm-hmm. service time. Uh, my father. Uh, some uncles of mine, mm-hmm. some cousins, um, mm-hmm. um, that that just coming off the top of my head. So it's uh it's just not you know full throughout mm-hmm. my family, but we do have um, people that have um, been in the military. Okay, so when once you join and you go through the training, they tell you you're going to Afghan. What, when did you when did that when did that click in that you are going to be in the zone? Um, 
before I was in the Marines. <laughs> so you was already ready. Right. So, um, you know, like, when when I was talking to the recruiter, you, you know, we just kind of going off of my mindset and what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. you know, um, as far as career-wise. Mm-hmm. So um, I wasn't sure. You know, I was just a – you know, I was a kid. I, I was real really into basketball more mm-hmm. than a lot of other things, you know. So that was primary for me. And then outside of that, it was like, you know, what other things? You know, I like computers, but what about computers do I like? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I want to travel. I want to do a bunch of things. But how am I going to be able to do all of these different things? So, um, you know, I was talking to the recruiter, and he was like, well, you know, um, alongside of all of that, there's going to be a chance that you're going to be sent out to combat, you mm-hmm. know, X, Y, Z. So I'm like, yeah, that's understood. It's the military, you know. Yeah. You can. You know what you're you signing up for. Right. So. Yeah. You know, you if you don't, you don't, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, if you do, then that's just a part of it, you know. So, like, right then and there, you know, it was. So what was the biggest shock when you got to um, Kajaki, Kajaki, Afghan? Um, I, I wasn't shocked, honestly. Um, So, like, I don't even know if it was just how I lived my life for so long mm-hmm. that my my mentality was like it is what it is regardless mm-hmm. of where I go you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. it may be a different culture uh, mm-hmm. way but that's what it is you know so you have to um adjust and you have to adapt to what it is that you, the environment that you're going to be in you know so that's that's kind of how I approached the situation you know so I couldn't it wasn't too much of anything that was going to shock me or surprise me that I wasn't mm-hmm. already like seriously prepared yeah. for it so i got this quote it says greatness choose you you don't choose greatness so when you when you was already going into that um that mind frame and you are live and those are your brothers and um you are defending this nation or um in this in the people in this country and what it stands for um obviously a few things happened in the nation um the past two weeks that we had when we met we discussed it we had a solid good food and um conversation and um you thank you for coming through man so um and 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 going further you know like y'all missed me last week on the podcast but you know sometimes we just get pretty busy with life but um sorry i missed my therapy session last week but um so to make up for it I'm gonna give y'all a two-piece poetry this 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 time, so I'm gonna go ahead and get started with one of the poetries that um, I enjoy. It's called ego, because I feel like we all have an ego, right? Mm-hmm. You can either have a small ego or a big ego. Mm-hmm. The small ego is what's wrong because everything affects you, mm-hmm. but a big ego that means that things can just bounce off your shoulders. That means that you can be yourself and no nothing bothers you. Mm-hmm. So this one is called ego. From Saucy Thought Because y'all missed me last week So let me give y'all one Just for the Just for me Just just for to feel good Yes sir Ego Is a driving force of a go-getter Sweet string tones of a falsetta Ego so strong Feeling like it's a gift from Mandela Smooth like Ali With a cold sting from a Mayweather Playing the feel like it's the holy night Drums hit harder than a Tyson bite Oh my god what a sight Wait so you're telling me playing the feels like it's the holy night? Drums hit harder than a Tyson bite. Grr. Oh my God, what a sight. So I go, you go, tell your ego, it just doesn't feel right. So wave the white flag. It may just be your lucky night. Try to find a man in the mirror. If you make it to the next night or even in the afterlife, 
So that's ego. Just something small and just something to start it because at the end of the day, we all go through, we all have our own egos. So Cam, tell us about your experience in Kajif Kajaki. So uh, I got to uh, Kajaki. I want to say it was in June of 2010 uh, because we went to Leatherneck um, Camp Leatherneck mm-hmm. uh, prior to that. So the month before that was made, we, we um, landed in Camp Leatherneck, um, get acclimatized, adjusted to the environment, mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, started um, preparing ourselves for the the mission to come down. So. Mm-hmm. The following month, you know, I'm um, advanced. I'm the advanced party group, so I'm like mm-hmm. one of the first ten out to go in to meet um, with the unit that's already there. Yeah, and um, you know, get the layout of the land, mm-hmm. um, you know, the routes and things like that. You know, and just kind of see what what they do there. You know, mm-hmm. what's you know what's going on and what the the locals there. You know, what they do and you know what to expect. You know, and things like that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there for about I want to say ten days. Um, did a few patrols, nothing, nothing uh, major mm-hmm. at that time. You know, just kind of getting the feel of it. And um, uh, about a week and a half or so, the rest of the unit came in. Then mm-hmm. we started to kind of break down into you know our squads and and um, platoons and just to kind of place everybody. You know where they're going to be at. You know what time. You know rotations and stuff like that. So. You know, it was a, now it's getting adjusted to the schedule of, you know, how we're going to operate the ships in order mm-hmm. to, um, you know, go throughout the the deployment. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, so from from there, you know, it was just, you know, getting, getting the mindset together, you mm-hmm. know, and then from there just applying it. You know, it's just repetition and, yeah. you know, just seeing, you know, just staying vigilant and keeping your eyes open and just making sure that, you know, what what we're going out there to do is, you know, that's what we're doing. Did you know what you was going out there to do? Yeah, yeah. So we was going out to, uh, my mission was to protect the Kajaki Dam. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where we was kind of stationed at. It was mm-hmm. uh, five, five Jabrugi. And um, the dam was uh, basically right behind, you know, our five. So we kind of had the protection of that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And then just make sure that the locals, you know, yeah. the locals was fine and, and everything was good with them because, you know, they got their way of living that, that they need, you mm-hmm. know, in order to sustain. Their own culture, their right. own ritual, and things like that. So before we get into a little deep dive into why as a point man, um, happy thoughts. I can't forget about the happy thoughts. You know, Louisville Morning Rotary, oh, we are part of the community, service above self, and um, we all about the action. So... What are you happy about today, Cam? What is your happy thought for today? Uh, my happy thought, man, is that we're all um, here, you know, for the for the first um, for the first thing. So, you know, we got this opportunity to make the best of it. You know, we mm-hmm. can choose to be even happier mm-hmm. than you know being happy already. You know, or we can you know choose to go throughout our day however we choose to. Yeah. You know? So just having the opportunity to be alive, wake up and moving around. Um, For me, my happy thought um, definitely is is part of that in waking up and being able to do the things that you do love. Um, But my happy thought is just the freedom, what is called freedom, you know, freedom of religion, freedom of um, speech and freedom of just being you. Mm -hmm. Because ain't nobody like ain't nobody going to be you. You are the recipe that makes you. 
Right. And that's why this is called the saucy thoughts. Right. Okay. Because because you know, because um, everybody has their own special sauce. Right. right. You know, right. Right. only you know the recipe of that sauce. Right. If somebody comes trying to take your own recipe that you created, it ain't gonna right. taste good. Right. So that's why it's the one and only saucy thought podcast. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's a happy thought, man. Yeah, man. So going back to why you was um you was a point man in 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 Kajaki. And when that happened, what what's your responsibility as a point man? Um, so my responsibility is um, to make sure that my squad is safe, you know, mm-hmm. first and foremost, because mm-hmm. I'm going to be the person that's leading that squad out to, you know, wherever we're going as far as, you know, the briefing mm-hmm. um, that we get beforehand. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I have a, a Valen, which is, a, you know, just a metal detector, mm-hmm. you know, a sweeper, so I'm trying to – Look for um, IEDs, home um, improvised explosive devices, you know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, make sure that not only am I safe first and foremost because I'm in the front to be able to keep the rest of the squad safe, you know, and make sure that we're able to go out and do whatever it is that we need to do yeah. um, safely and return safely, you know. So, so this day, do you remember the day vividly on the, um, when the incident happened? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Can, can you um so on the morning like the you do it um the routine your ba- what is your routine in the morning um of this day um so of this day my routine is um we're we waking up at maybe about uh zero three you mm-hmm. know that's three a.m. Mm-hmm. so we're waking up you know um getting all of our gear together making sure that um everybody that's going out for sure in our squad you know you know it's just squad squad accountability mm-hmm. um you got everything that you need as far as the um, hydration system um you know food uh you know all the your, your masks that you need you know um whatever it is that you're taking personally as your own personal weapon everything that you need you know communication devices all of these things so we um we getting all of those all of that together um, getting getting ready to stage, um, head out, just you know, just a typical patrol. Mm-hmm. Um, on this specific day, we were supposed to be in, um, in placing ground sensors. Um, ground sensors, okay. Yeah, so this was something that you know it kind of came down the pipe a little bit later, but you know it, it fits into what we do. So, mm-hmm. um, so we was going out. You know, we start to head out maybe about uh, zero five. Um, just going out on the patrol, you know, just, you know, kind of get waking ourselves up, mm-hmm. you know, as, as we're going out, you know, as far as our eyes and things like that. And we, you know, by the time we get to like this area, well, we, well, we would call it, um, tree line black is where we was at. Um, you know, it's, everything is kind of relatively routine. Mm-hmm. So I come into this crossing point where it's a tree line, it's, uh, like a ditch. And then it's another tree line on the opposite side that we got to, Mm-hmm. get through you know instead of instead of having to go all the way around so i come up i find an ied in this crossing point that we was going to use so um you know I, I call it in you know i'm you know i let my squad leader know like yo it's an ied here mm-hmm. you know um just get everybody safe uh standing back from it and um you know get the people in that come in and do what they do so at that time we was doing all of that i was looking for an alternate route so i'm mm-hmm. sweeping out and um, I come across another IED, so I'm like, okay, um, you know, I'm like, just my my initial thing when I come across it is I come up, you know, I get the tone, and then I just kind of stop immediately. But 
I do like a 180 sweep around me mm-hmm. just to make sure that, you know, if I was to move left or right, that nothing is there too, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, you know, at that point in time, I'm kind of like doing that. And then as I go to turn around to let my squad leader know that it was another AD, it exploded. Oh, wow. Yeah. So when that happened, you said obviously adrenaline is running, is rushing. Mm-hmm. Um, you described it as um, you was in the air. And when the explosion happened, and you you remember it vividly, all the way to the second of um, be the the helicopter being there and you being sedated. Right. Um, at that point, what was um what was running to your mind that this just happened? Um, so like uh, the explosion just happened, right. and you are right there. So initially, you know, because I was about three months, I was about three and a half. Going into four months in, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm not expecting the explosion to go off that is me, you mm-hmm. know, because I'm kind of familiar with my, you know, my protocol is how I approach, you know, mm-hmm. those situations and stuff like that, you know, and the cautiousness that I was taking. So um, my first thought was, you know, like the other IED went off, you know, because I just found one before that. So, so both of them went off? No, or just-, just the one went off. Okay. So... So um, as it went off, and you know, I'm kind of going through the air, and you know, time kind of slowed down a bit. You know, I, I'm just kind of like my my eyes is um saying closed at this time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying because it's just a lot that was going, going on, on yeah. right? So um, I hit the ground, stuff started to speed up, and then uh, now I'm looking, but I can't see nothing. So it's just like smoke everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, all right, you know. Like what's going on? I'm trying to get up, you know, like because when the the way the way I guess the way my mind was going, you know, it was just like this, like how I train is like I'm expecting if there's things to happen, this is exactly how I'm going to react. This mm-hmm. is whatever, you know what I'm saying? So like I went right into my reaction mode, but I couldn't go nowhere, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm like, you couldn't feel right. your legs, or you couldn't. Well, that that I wasn't thinking about if I could even feel my legs or not. I'm mm-hmm. just even. Th- I'm just like, all right, what happened? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So. I try to get up, and I'm like, I can't get up. I can't get up. I can't see, you know. And then a couple of um, couple of seconds or so go by, and then it kind of clear up. And this is when I look at look at this arm, mm-hmm. and it was kind of hanging off, you know, even if we can see. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have an arm. But the hand was hanging off, you know, like barely. So that's when I was like, it's, it was this IED, you know. So I'm like, all right. So – um, at this time that I recognized this, the doc runs up, you know, and he was like, yo, you know, be calm, don't try to get up, you know, and I'm like, you know, I tried to get up, you know, like, I, like I'm, like i at this point, I'm trying to figure out exactly what's going on, you know. Was like, the legs, was you bleeding um, in your legs, or was um I didn't see my legs, you know, so, like, because when I was trying to get up, uh, like, I tried to push myself up, but I couldn't, you know what I'm saying, I'm mm-hmm. just trying to, so I'm like, dang, like, what the, you know what I'm saying, so, at this point in time, I'm like, if I can't do that, you know, so I'm like, I'm like laying down, but the mm-hmm. doc is running and he's telling me not to get up, you know, so I'm like, okay, if doc wow. say don't get up, then don't get up. Don't get know? up, so yeah. I'm laying down, you know, doc, uh, you know, I'm like, yo, doc, am I good? You know, he was like, he was like, yeah, you good, you know what I'm saying? Like, just whatever, you know, so I'm like, all right, cool. So he hit me with the tourniquets and stuff. Um, you know, at the same time, my, my squad is doing the 360 mm-hmm. around me. Um, a 360 around the yeah. other IED, yeah. and then we're waiting on our other squad members to come in to, you know, clear out a section because we got the helo coming in, and then they got a 360 around that. You know, we got to secure the perimeter and stuff like that. So, um, 
and get the nine line up, which is my medivac. Mm-hmm. You know, so all of these different things is going on all at one time. But, you know, like when the, the thing is with me is like I understand that cert, like you got a certain role at a certain time, you too, you know what I'm saying? Even though I was the assistant squad leader of the group, mm-hmm. like I'm normally the second in charge, so I'm going to be like, yo, this, whatever. Mm-hmm. But at this time, what can I do, you know what I'm saying, to be like the, to direct yeah. as much as I can when I can't so Somebody else had right, to come be in, somebody had to so, take advantage. And I, and I have to listen, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So um, I felt like if I if if all of those things wasn't, you know what I'm saying, going on all at the same time, the circumstances might, as not, might not have went. The best, you know. Yeah. So, if, um, if that was an actual like attack, that could have been mm-hmm. a, a bad situation, right. all all the way around for you and your team. Right. Um. So now you are you are in this position where you had to go through rehab. Um. What was your what was your biggest obstacle in going through rehab? Oh, my biggest obstacle in rehab. All right. So. Cause I was, cause I was ready for it, you mm-hmm. know. Like, you know, I was just kind of ready to, con- like, to prepare myself for it, to to prepare my life for it and things like that. So, um, um, I didn't. I just felt like the challenge was what I needed. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't trying to make it make things seem like it was an obstacle. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It's kind of hard to say if I really had an obstacle, yeah. you know, when, because I don't, you said when I don't look at it that way. That is know? true. I mean, so do you feel like this was, this was, was you mad at God when this happened? Nah, man. So, nah. so you know, we get in, we about to get into the peace segment. Right. Um, because that's something I wanted to ask, like, you wasn't mad at God. So how did you find peace in your new circumstance after this trauma? Um, you know, I had to uh, look at, look at my life. As a whole, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not just the situation where I was at, you know, because that's, you know, it, we could easily just, you know, blow that up, you know, but what about everything that happened leading up to that situation? You know what I'm saying? From, And I mean, from as far as I can remember right from wrong from as a kid up into that situation, right? Mm-hmm. So I had, to, I'm analyzing a lot of things about my life and how, um, I didn't see things a certain way, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, like, not saying that I was doing wrong things, doing bad things, but my insight of it was just like, okay, like, it's it's just the world. It's now your conscience you know? are a little bit more even clear or, right. like, because you just went through such a traumatic event mm-hmm. that it basically readjusted your whole focus. Right, And right. it had to be internal. Right. You know? Right, yeah. You had to be at peace with yourself or you're going to go around hating the world. Right. Hating people and you can never be yourself, and right. that's when you lose track of where right. you're trying to go. Yeah. Um, so being at peace and having the physical therapy, um, what did you? What was the thing that you felt like you couldn't live? Like before this happened, what was the thing that you said that you couldn't live the most without? Um, that I couldn't live the most without, man, is is my family. You know, you know, Facts. like that's the main thing. Like my kids, my family, like for sure, like. That supersedes anything, um, but you know, secondary to that, you know, if I'm just like on some on some personal stuff, you know, like like basketball is always yeah. just been my thing. You feel me? Yeah, you was hooping. So, what was you? Yeah. What was your position? Um, so throughout school, like all right, through I was naturally a point guard, mm-hmm. but um, like I can score, you know. So it's like 
I can get people involved, but if I necessarily need to just score, then I would. Um, and then I, when I was in college, because I actually that's what I went to college mm-hmm. for, you know, um, along with school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but um, you know, I kind of got lost in the sports. You know, like it was my focus was it was still there, but mm-hmm. I didn't understand like my role and like where I was, where I fit in on the team. You know how. You know, even though we was a good team, I just didn't understand my place at that mm. time. You know, so I was just young, trying to figure like figure some stuff out. You know, and, and um, you know, without with with that being something that I love so much, and at this point in time, I feel like I can't figure it out th- enough to even feel like I'm helping the team. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? like I would normally do. So I'm your like, mind wasn't fully there. Yeah, it was absolutely fully there, but mm. it was like it was, it was like I was. Um, being taught a bunch of different things about how the game should go instead of just being like, all right, this this is how I'm more comfortable playing and then just like, yo, if things go good like I, I expect them to, then it's going to work out. If not, then uh, obviously I'm going to have to adjust some things and stuff like that. But I, I don't think I was necessarily ready for that challenge mentally at the time. And you are – oh, that's, that's, that's really um, a good um, segue to what I was about to say to where that – do you ever regret that decision of leaving college, or do you feel like that was just part of your journey? It was part of my journey. It was part you know of your what I'm saying? Like, I can regret leaving college, but it's, yeah. I'm, I'm here right now, you feel me? So, like, that. That's your like, calling. Right, you know, yeah. and even if I would have stayed in college, you know, who. You who would have known? Right, and, and who, yeah. how do I know what, you know, how that would have turned out? You know, even though I look on things like how I've developed mentally mm-hmm. to be able to handle that situation now, you know, but how long would it possibly have taken me at that time you know i couldn't i didn't want to be stuck because sometimes sorry i didn't mean to you you, because sometimes um we feel like we these certain things happen in our past and we get stuck in it but instead of just like going back and like that's the pain Mm -hmm. because you are you have you have experience and you have certain regrets, or not even regret, but these few things that are a little bit sensitive to you, right, and right. that's where you you locate the pain. Right. So yeah. that's why to where that now where you are sitting and and what you you leave college, you go to the military, you go to the military, you are in active duty, you go to a hole on the other side of the world, and then you become injured, and now every your whole world changed upside down. So when it comes to, um, of course, the physical therapy is something you have to go through. But was it was the physical therapy worse than the mental um, therapy or the mental health part of it? Yeah, because mentally I always been ready. You know, oh, wow. like I just, I, I even if I wasn't, you know, like I didn't understand. I was just like, uh, or maybe it wasn't like always ready. You know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying I guess it was the heart that I was always ready. You know, mm-hmm. because mentally I do have I did have some challenges. So mm-hmm. um, my heart was always ready. You know, so I was like, you know, regardless of what, you know, mentally, like I'm I'm slowing myself down to think my way throughout the process. But mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let nothing defeat me. You know, like that I don't feel like all right if this is how I'm going to continue my life and this is what this is what I have to do. You know, what I'm saying to keep going then. That's know, what you like have this to is do. what I have to get over. Yeah. Like I was telling you earlier, you know, like I didn't see things as obstacles. It's just, you know, like this is just what's I'm, this is what I'm facing, and this is, you know, something I have to overcome. Because obstacles, like it's like hurdles. You, it depends on how you go through them. Right. You can either try to run through it, or sometimes certain obstacles you just have to look hop over mm-hmm. or maneuver out to the side and just right. get out the way. And um, you being so mentally ready, I think it definitely helped you. Um, 
throughout the process of a new of a new life. And mm-hmm. um, how did your family take it? Like when the when oh, the situation man. happened, you know, mixed emotions. You know, devastated for sure. You know, um, but happy and relieved that you know I survived it. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, my my mother, like a bunch of my family members, my mother, my father, a bunch of the family members came out. After I got back from Afghanistan, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I flew into Bethesda, Maryland. So yeah, because um, you was at Walter Reed. I was, I was at Bethesda, Maryland when I was doing like my surgeries yes, and sir. stuff okay. like that because they was two separate facilities then. And then I was doing my rehab at mm-hmm. Walter Reed. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So now you are in a whole new space, and you went through the physical therapy and the mental um ther- and the mental health health therapy, and you are now here today. How are you loving Dallas? Dallas treating you right? Dallas has been lovely, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, and and I look at when I come, like, anywhere, you know, from Dallas yeah. to wherever wherever I go, I look at the mindset that, you know, think it's going to be welcoming, you know? Yeah. So, like, I got to go into it like that in order to even be able to be receptive to notice it, you know? So, like, um, my time has been good, you know, just with not even the people that I know, but, you know, you know, Tapping me, you in. guys. You yeah. Know? So, so like I had to hook up the lamb chops and you know we had a good conversation. We had a good man. conversation, hey, but I don't eat meat, so yeah. I did not partake in that. Yeah, but people that know me, you feel me? Yeah, but it was good. We had fun. We man. had it was fun, a, it was man. A blast. It was yeah, a good sure, time for sure. So in harmony, in harmony with your new life, because now you found peace within who you are and the, the new the new lifestyle. So in harmony. You you had to go. You, did you feel like you had to depend on the government to live, or how did you translate from being military, being injured, and then now you like okay, I got to transition to still live my life. How was um, veteran affairs? Um, how did that help you get through? Um, so veteran veteran affairs, like you know, it kind of stabled me to mm-hmm. where like my transition, like you know, all right, you can prepare yourself you know, and be in a good position that, you know, you can, you, you got enough time to find yourself and do, you know, do whatever it is that you need to do, you know, but that was, that's, that's how I felt like I went into it, you mm-hmm. know, um, just looking back on it. Uh, but, you know, me just being dependent, you know, like th- that was never, that was never my thing. You it wasn't know, an like, option for you. Right, it you was had never, to keep moving. Right. It was never an option, you yeah. know, and this is, and this is why, you know, I say like even as a kid, you know, I always felt like that is why I made the decisions that I made, you know, and go and to go off like, you know, I didn't really I didn't consult with any of my family members before I say hey, I'm going to the military. You know, it was hey, this is my decision. I have to live with you know, I always mm-hmm. felt that regardless of what I have to live with my decisions, mm-hmm. whether I'm gonna get a reward or I'm gonna get a consequence in it, you know, but the experience is the, is the lesson in itself like now what am I gonna what am I go, gonna take away from it you know so yeah you know from from eight years old that's how I felt like I've lived my life you know to understand that you know I'm gonna be responsible and held yeah. accountable regardless you know because when you did sign up you knew the consequences mm-hmm. you knew what you was doing to serve your country so becoming in harmony with it um and you've seen what's going on in the nation right now and um, what happened two weeks ago. And What was your thoughts running through your head when you saw the, um, the people storming to the Capitol and for the country that you defended and that you put sacrifice on the line for? 
Oh uh, man, you know it's a lot, dude. Um, mm-hmm. So for for that for that question, you know, if I'm answering it from that perspective, you mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying from that mindset, then you know, it's 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 very um, disturbing. You know, I can use that word to know that this is what we're doing against each other type deal. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? If we're, if, if we're supposed to be a collective, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, one side is going to win, one side is going to lose whenever you going, when you're dealing with these things, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So how are you going to handle it? You know, and then the way you handle it, handle it, you know what I'm saying? Especially as, um, you know, senior officials, you know, like you, that's a reflection, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So like now, how do you expect the people to, handle themselves, you know what I'm saying, and things like that, you know, so, um, like, it was, you know, it was kind of, you know, disturbing to see it, you know what I'm saying, because, like, you know, I know what's, I know how things are, you know, supposed to be and is supposed to operate, and I ain't saying, like, I'm not telling nobody how to do whatever it is that they mm-hmm. do, absolutely not, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, from my take of it, you know, I just didn't, you know, I didn't look at it like, you know, you know, this side or that side, you know, is both sides is accountable for how they, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, go about handling their businesses and things like that. And um, on another side of how I look at it that, you know, it d- doesn't affect me or, you know what I'm saying? Like what I'm I actually involved in because mm-hmm. I'm not really putting my energy and my time into that, you know, because my focus is on a bunch of other things, you know, even though I do come across seeing it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, um, and you know, plus, that's just another way. And you um, seen that a government dysfunction in all the way in on the other side of the world, and it's happening at, at your at, at the doorstep of the United States Capitol. I feel like that has really put a lot of things in perspective to people who are serving and people who haven't served. To where that as a nation we do have to come together, and that's how we create harmony mm-hmm. because a divided nation will fall. Absolutely. George Washington said, uh, "I'm a big historical guy. I love history." He's on his farewell. Um, speech he talking about that a country cannot survive um with um kind of um the word is not exactly what he said but he like on his farewell he said that we got to stay away from parties mm-hmm. and start away and, and be a united nation right and become it's called the united states for a reason right mm-hmm. so the united states government they have a role in everyday living and they have a role t- for the uh, military and when that comes into play you decided to go ahead and say, I'm not going to depend everything on the government, but I need to be able to succeed for myself and for my family because you are a father. Right. Um, how old is your um, child? Um, so I have five children. Five? Yeah. Okay. Um, is that before the military? Well, so, after? So um, two, I have two stepdaughters. Mm-hmm. Um, my oldest stepdaughter is 14, mm-hmm. and my youngest stepdaughter is 12. And then my two, uh, my two boys is 10. And three, and then I have a five-year-old daughter. Oh wow! As well. yeah. So that that keeps you motivated. Yeah, absolutely, huh? that keeps you going. Yes. And um, kids are a blessing, man. I don't yeah, have man. no kids, but I know that they are a blessing. They keep us motivated and going. Right. So, as a retired surgeon, what are um, th- what are the things that you are excited about in prosperity, and what does prosperity mean to you? Man, uh, you know what? <sighs> you you remember when we started the part? The podcast and then you mentioned the word freedom right yeah so you know um freedom is there's a lot of different ways to look at it you know so 
prosperity and, and what I especially what I would like for my kids, you know, is to that have a mental freedom. You know, like when I grew up, what and where I'm from is like it, it's kind of hard to figure out how do you talk to adults. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know how do you communicate with adults because we separate like that. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm so I want my kids to have the freedom to be able to you know, talk to me and express themselves in ways and, and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. like, so if they, cause if they can do it with me, then they can do it, you know, anywhere, you mm-hmm. know, and then we can, and they know how can, to do it. Right. Right. Yeah. You, because it's coming from you first. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and then from there, you know, like now we're able to create, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like now there's, there's like you, you got the, you got the mental freedom that regardless of what's trying to stop you, it's not going to stop you. You know Man. what I'm saying? So now you're going to create it, you know what I'm saying? Fearlessly. Because I, I, this is kind of a little bit um, off the topic, but it, it makes sense because if you teach them these things to where that they know it, then they can go ahead and move forward. But like um, the mental, when it comes to like mental, I feel like mental chains are more like they are more dangerous than the physical chains mm-hmm. because if in in a nation where as an African American man or um, people who who are minorities sometimes. We are coming from backgrounds where probably our late, late grandfathers were slaves mm-hmm. and they went through Jim Crow and things like that. So that's only about three, two generations, certain families. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to that, people don't understand that a physical chain, you can see, like if somebody shackles your arm, you can see that, that you are in, in, in chain. Mm-hmm. But a mental chain is worse because you don't see it. Right. Just like an elephant. An elephant is big. Right. But. How do these people train them to where that they can just put a chain around their neck right. and then they don't get to move a certain distance? Right. So think about it now, as in our culture, the mental chain that came from all those th- things that happened in the history mm-hmm. to where we're at now. So yeah. because of mental chain, you can't see it. Right. So it restricts you from moving further right. from your goal. Right. You only think, oh, I can only stop right here. Right. This could have been a mental chain for you, mm-hmm. but you, you, you said, nah. I'm gonna break through these chain and keep moving forward, yeah. keep going forward. So I feel like that's really strong because I think that sometimes the mental chain does more damage than actual the physical chain yes. because sometimes it's just something that we it's illusion, but it's re, it's sometimes part of reality right. being in this country. Right, it is. I mean, your yeah. your illusion is gonna be your reality. Yeah, because you know, it's in, the you're perspective, creating it, right? Yeah. Exactly. You know, so that's how you're gonna approach things. You know, so that's that's what we have to pay attention to. Um, yeah, you know, and we not have just, to not just the illusion that we're creating, but the illusion that we. How do you deal in, with the mental you know? um, mental fitness? How do you deal with your mental fitness and making sure that those mental chains doesn't stop you from where you need to go and what you're trying to build? Um, so, uh, I always like you know I always been in the sports you know so that's you know we talked about basketball mm-hmm. earlier you know um, after. Um, well, within doing my my rehab, mm-hmm. I, I transferred from Walter Reed to um, uh, the Naval Medical Cent- uh, Center in San Diego. Um, so I, from there is when I started to uh, play wheelchair basketball. I, you know, I met my rec Please therapist. Please tell us about that. Yes. Yeah, I met my my rec therapist Marlon Knox there uh, when I first got in, mm-hmm. and she was asking me what I was interested in. You know, and uh, at Walter Reed, I. I had to. I had the opportunity to go to like a few practices mm-hmm. to, to, to see it and check it out. You know, so I was like, you know, I want to. I want to play basketball. You know, what I'm saying like I was in Walter Reed. You know, they got this program. Mm-hmm. Like let's 
Let's see. So she was like, you know, well, there's some guys that's around. Maybe we can try to get a few players together and see how people like it. Mm-hmm. And the, the guys came out. You know, we had a few guys and that was brand new. And mm-hmm. then we had some guys that was kind of um, wow. uh, played it for a little while. They gave up their time to come mm-hmm. out and kind of help us practice and things like that. You know, and then just from the years, you know, just because it was so much fun, um, being able to physically yeah. – Get out there and do something, and and you know, be in a sport that you know is popular, you know, and that we that we all enjoy and things like that. So you know, like from you find your joy again, it, right? I took it, you yeah, know, man, yeah. So well, I, well, the kids is my joy for sure. It, well, but yeah, felt, but, but, I, but feel you, you, I feel you. I feel another you, part yeah, of your yeah, joy, right? Absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. that could be just your happiness, like right. basketball bring you happiness. Okay, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, but okay, are we yeah. just are we just trying to settle for the? Like just a map or just a ter- like the territory, mm-hmm. like think about it. Like joy is the entire map. Right. That means right. that everything that you do in life, like it's gonna be for you to be, um find joy within and something that you have passion in doing. Mm-hmm. Happiness yeah. is just yeah. like this right. one thing makes me happy. Right, right. This little thing makes me happy. Right, so that's right. where it's kind of yeah. like okay, we searching you. for joy okay. in life. You know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. For sure. For sure. So. Yeah, in prosperity, now you are in the um, in the basketball, and um, you are going through a, a new lifestyle. How did you help motivate the people that was around you that was going through similar circumstances or even worse? Uh, we all helped each other, you know. So that was the thing, you know, like as we should do in life. Let's help each other. Let's help each other. You feel me? We so, don't gotta knock people down. Right, life right. is already hard enough. It's, you said it. You said it when we was talking. You right. was like, life is already gonna knock your ass down. Right. Don't, don't, do not, do don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to yourself. And us not doing it to ourselves, you know, as we know, treat, it, treat us like we want to be treated. We mm-hmm. want to do it to other people. Other people want to do it to us, you know. Yeah. That's just one of those mental things that we, you know what I'm saying? We got to maneuver. Yeah, we got to straighten it out a little bit, yeah. you know. But it's, it's getting there, you know what I'm saying? As long as we keep putting that out, you know what I'm saying, it, it'll start gravitating. Oh, yeah. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about peace, love, harmony, and prosperity. And we have impressive guests. And at the end of the day, it's it's more about you probably was like, oh, man, I wonder what he's, who's going to have it in the, on this um, podcast. For me, it's more like the person who's going to add value to educate the people who are going through either a rough time because a lot of people in 2020 went through a rough time. I lost my father for the first. I lost my father in 2020, um, right when the pandemic started, like August 3rd. So that that messed me up right, a little yeah. bit. And um, for you, there's different circumstances that that happened in your life, and you you maneuvered and pushed through. So being in the part of the Veterans Affairs, what was one of the most exciting things you did, uh, or who was one of the exciting people that you meet? Um, in the Veteran Affairs, mm-hmm. uh, well, you know that's a that's a healthcare facility, you mm-hmm. know, so it's um. Um, you know, like that's when I just go, you know, I meet with my physicians, uh, and they ask me, you know, what I need and things mm-hmm. like that, you know, if I need anything, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of keep a regular checkup routine type mm-hmm. of thing, you know, so, um. Was you introduced to, um, new people who understood, like not understood your circumstance, but empathize and, and it could be the government or just like doing, cause you were busy in being active after the, uh, mm-hmm. incident. Right, right. Um, can you touch on that a little? Oh yeah, man. So I met a lot of people. Um, you know, uh, so and, and and a lot of it, you know, even just with you know with being in the military and then it's it's it was it was sports related, really, mm-hmm. you know. So um, uh, 
in 2012, you know, like we started, uh, you know, as far as continuing with basketball, we started our own wheelchair basketball team mm-hmm. at the base where we were. And, um, you know, we started going into, like, the National League, traveling around the stage, yeah. playing and stuff like that, and just kind of building our skills, building, uh, you know, just building up yeah. ourselves Come right and yeah. everything, you know. So, um, you know, we did that for about four years together with the with the initial group that, mm-hmm. you know, um, came in when I was, when I came in. Mm-hmm. And um, from there, you know, everybody, you know, come from different places too, so they start going back home or moving and mm-hmm. things like that, you know, so – uh, 2013, you know, um, I was I had the opportunity to try out for the USA men's uh, Paralympic basketball team. Um, I didn't make the team that year, you know, but it was a great trial, great athletes and things like oh, that, wow. you know what I'm saying? So it was – and this is like, you know, my first year coming into um, – Wheelchair basketball. So this is learn. This is the same sport, but learning a different way to play. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, that is different. Yeah. So you know, I took that experience to grow. You know what I'm saying, and, and what and what I learned from the from the people there, the, the team members and the staff members and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then I found myself playing rugby, wheelchair rugby. Yeah, in uh, 2015. Wheelchair rugby. Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah USQRA. If you That's very impressive. Members. Right, yeah, man. That's, that's a different fun. challenge. It's fun, man. It is. It's, it's a. Did you find yourself that you had to challenge yourself in every moment, like or, or every day? Right, yeah, and that, that's how that's how I look at. Every, every that's how you can challenge. grow, right? Yeah. Exactly. So exactly, you know what I'm saying. So that's what I look at. Every day is a challenge in some kind of way. You know what I'm saying. How do I how do I overcome this challenge? without it getting the best of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to get the best of the challenge, just not dominating it, but yeah. being at peace, you know what I'm saying, and doing it the right way that I feel like. Yeah. The energy that I put into it was the right energy in doing it. You know, The intention was pure. The intention was pure, right. Because challenge, even on the in the word challenge or challenging, at the very end of the word it says engine. Challenge is the engine that really thrives you to being successful. Mm-hmm. Because if there's no, if there's no um, challenges... Then you're comfortable, right? Right. You're comfortable. So maybe what if God puts you through these this circumstance mm-hmm. to where that now you have a new challenge? Let's see how you're gonna thrive. Right. And then you obviously you you went wholehearted in it, and your intentions are pure, and you cared, and for your family too, and you did it. And I'm pretty sure they love you through in and out, and um, having having you know friends that are just that you grew up with that back you up to who you are as a person. Right. Um, in doing so. You you are reward, you are very decorated. You are a decorated vet. And um, what is one of your? You have the the NATO ribbons. Um, what is, what is that? Can you help help me explain some of the decorations that um you wear? Yeah. So the NATO, um, you know, like it's a lot, man. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's and this is this is only the reason why I remember this one so much, other than the Purple Heart, because I was injured to get that. Is because like oh you had a purple heart right right yeah whoa so, hold up wait time out time out we can't just pass over that g yeah, yeah. But, I mean you know, obviously this, this, yeah but this is this is why I you know like to have those you know is you know I'm, certain I'm circumstances right? I'm, I'm appreciative of it but mm-hmm. the reason why I don't even remember uh, the the awards and stuff that I had because my intention wasn't to go and be an award collector. You know, I had what I what my mind was set on to go do. Like that's what I want to do, and I want to be focused. You know, a lot of things just happen to come, you know, with that. So, um, but the reason why I remember the NATO ribbon was because um, it was it's uh, joint forces. You know, mm-hmm. so you you meet a bunch of other different countries and stuff like that, and it's a um, it's an allied type of you like know, the united nation right right yeah. yeah you know what i'm saying so um 
Like, I was like, you know, because I was curious. I'm like, yo, what's NATO? Everything <laughs> else is like, you know what I'm saying? You got, you know, um, National War on Terrorism, you know, Afghan camp- campaign. Bill. Everything is abbreviated. So you got to kind of like Google it and be like, yo, <laughs> I'm going to make sure this is the right thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they, and they don't get me wrong, they all important. You know, they yeah. all serve their purpose. You know what I'm saying? But like, that wasn't what I was like, you know, I want this medal. I want this, you know, like, I, if I just happen to get medals, then I get them. You know yeah. And again, we have impressive guests on the Sasha Thought podcast. That's what we do here. And I have to ha- I have to have this man on here. Because at the end of the day, we are living in a time where there's chaos going around. And when chaos is going around, how do we find peace? How do we find harmony within our own government? Within our own thing that are things that are challenging us? How do we bring prosperity to our lives? How do we continue to grow in prosperity for our family, for our kids, for the things that bring us joy and love? And we're not doing it for the rewards because certain people think that we're going to do it for the followers or we do it for the likes. But it's really not that. It's really just putting yourself out there and exposing your being vulnerable Mm -hmm. in front of the world. Mm -hmm. And when you decided to go ahead and go to the other side of the world and just fight for you and your family... It was, it was just something that was important to you and meant a lot. So meaning meaning that it meant a lot for you, would you would you do it all over again? Uh yeah, I do it all over again. I'm happy with my life. So, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying like that ain't. I'm not like. Don't get me wrong. I would <laughs> if if I could um, use my mind a little bit earlier <laughs> in life in the way that I use it now. <laughs> like that's something that I would do. You know, I would use it. A little bit better just to kind of see, you, you know, what it, right? I was young, you know, yeah. but at the end, you know, like I'm, I'm still old enough to know better if I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna make this decision. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, like we all and we get reminded, you know, even when we're young, like, hey, slow down, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, but you know, as being young, you know, we you don't know, always like, listen. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so like I would, I would listen, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, and I would, and, but another thing too is just being able to get that information from the from the elders of. You know, like, why do you say slow down? You know, explain it to me, break it down. You know, like a lot of times we get in, we get that um, instruction, but we don't mm-hmm. get, you know, what I'm saying why. Why? You know what I'm saying that is so true. Yeah. Because though now the I feel like when when parents are talking to their kids or when teachers used to talk to us, they don't feel like they have to tell us the why. Mm-hmm. Right. And now we are like, why? Right. Because the why is more important. Then what you tell me, yeah. Right, I need to understand where it's coming from. Like, if somebody tells you, hey, don't mess up your credit, and they don't tell you why you don't mess up your credit, you mess up your credit, oh, so now I gotta learn that, oh, so this is what that means. (laughs) You don't have insurance on your car, why don't you have insurance on your car? When you get in an accident, now you know, ah. This right. is why you need insurance on your car. Right. So I feel like now it's more about the why than you just telling us go do this or go do that because now kids are growing up in a different generation right. where they see everything online. Right. How do you protect your um, kids from that? Um, you know, it's I just oh, do you I, even? Try, I try to. For, well, my kids they got phones, you mm-hmm. know, they got things like that, but. We just do stuff together, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of our time that we spend mm-hmm. is like, okay, if we do play video games, you know, because I do play some video games with the kids. What do you, you know, play? A little bit. You know, some 2K. So 2K, you're nice on the 2 I'm nice. I'm, I'm good. I'm okay. The crew say I'm all right. Yeah, they, they, but they, they do, right. but, you know, I got a Super Bowl ring. Okay, okay. When we had the tournament, the Madden tournament. Okay. And so it was only about three. 
that won, and I was one of them. So stop okay. hating. <laughs> so that man, that's how I feel like. That's how you protect the kids. Right. You know, it's it's just about us spending time with them and and, and getting them. Away from from that, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Just getting them away from the screens and stuff like that. Putting them, you know what I'm saying, out to show them, you know, gardening, show them different ways to use their skills other than just like, okay, you can do this, and like these typical things that you would just see because you see it. You mm-hmm. know, it's like just go out there and just use your abilities and create some, like, you know, like just just those little times. You know, it don't have to be all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. You know, but. Just giving them that, it, it puts it in their mind. Like, yo, I remember I did this. Let me see if I can, yeah. you know, and that, just, that 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 helps build them and not always have to put them in front of computers and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that's, more, that's more important. Like when people say when when rap started and they're mad that their kids listen to it, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you, st- like, you let the rapper raise your child. Right. You yeah. know, that they, that's a song that right. they like. So right. now what do you teach them from that? Because every song got a message, and right. you have a message to these kids, and that's why I like to stick on the segment prosperity. Because what are you, what are, what is you gonna be doing in bringing prosperity and unity to the community and to your family and friends? Um, man, so with me, um, mm-hmm. I feel like just because I've experienced a lot of things, and then I'm, um, you know, I, I kind of challenge my mind. You know, I try to learn as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, alongside, along with what I, what I can do physically, just being out, being supportive and stuff like that. Um, I just try to inform people, you know what I'm saying, on things that maybe they not, they don't really know mm-hmm. about. Maybe they didn't get. Because you do speaking events. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you haven't, um, you know, been taught in a way where you can understand it. You know, like, it's a bunch of different ways to be able to connect with people and stuff like that, you know, so. Um, you know, I like to do stuff like that. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a real personal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Person. So I like to be around people, you know what I'm saying, and just be able to like like so we can feel each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like so like that's and that's why I wanna be like, you know, you know, to continue to do that, you know, and, and like everything else we've been talking about, you know, keep propelling ourselves forward. Be Propel. more self sufficient. Like that's why even with the VA thing, you know, I wasn't it wasn't for me to be reliant on just living yeah. through the VA, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, whatever it is that I need to do to sustain my life, I should be able to do it on hand or with the people that's with me. We should be able to do it together. You know and you did saying? mention the government. You know, obviously, they're going to take care of you, but you have to do the other half too or maybe even a quarter of it or whatever you feel like you are comfortable with. But that's going to be the choice that you have to make because right. everything in life is a choice, right? right. So the choice for us to sit here and have this conversation, who knows what comes out of it. Mm-hmm. But I know one thing that's important though is love. Right, absolutely. And and you know that Saucy Thoughts podcast is all about peace, love, harmony, and prosperity. So in the love segment, ain't no, ain't, there's no room for hate anymore. Right. There's no more room. Right. Why do we get, gotta give that energy for somebody else to feel like they have to control us like that? Right. So when it comes to love, when and where did you start loving yourself again? Or you always have, as you mentioned earlier. But I just feel like a, a, a weaker somebody that's had a weak mind or don't know how to handle this situation, they might stop loving themselves. Right. right. You know what? Though, just to even. Cause I ain't like I say I ain't gonna never say I stopped loving myself, but there was some things that I didn't love, you know what I'm saying, and I and which I showed earlier, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying, like not having a hand. Mm-hmm. So because 
And that's I didn't camera realize too. Yeah. this is a camera. Okay, yeah, that's a right. camera. You know what I'm <laughs> so I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm used, I'm just always used to having a left hand, right? Yeah. So like, it's, it's kind of a insecurity and a safety reason for me because like, all right, if I'm like, if I'm using my prosthetics to walk and I haven't happened to stumble, right? Mm. And I'm stumbling this way, I don't have that catch, mm. you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right. No, so like, you gotta take the full hit, like, right? Or just try to figure out, you know, mm. what I'm saying a better way, you know, what I'm saying. So I, I do use my wheelchair a lot, and it's kind of like, you know, these things is, they cool, but they not, you know, for every occasion for me. So loving yourself in that time period when you got the wheelchair and thing, you you never had doubt. You never had doubt of what you of what yeah, you are yeah, and who man, you are. Right? Yeah, I always believe. Even if even if I um had a hard time just trying to figure out what direction I was going in, like I knew when I was going mm-hmm. that I'm going. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? So like, it, like me, I I never, you know, that I guess that's kind of been like a life, you know, what I'm saying thing for me. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying that's kind of been. Keeping me moving, you know, it's just like I, I always. And you're doing it from the heart, and you're right. not waiting for no rewards or anything like that. Yeah. The movement that you are doing is just amazing, and um, and what you are doing for yourself. I mean, like I said, we met earlier this week, and um, it's just been great vibes, and we, I got to know you, um, and and it's just been really good energy. And so, what what does love mean to you now? What does love mean to you in general? Of course, you have the love for your kids, and that's going to be always number one because, guys, you know, if you don't take care of family, you can't be successful. Mm-hmm. And and how, what what does love mean to you? Um, you know, just like you just said, you know, taking care of taking taking care of myself, taking care of my family. You yeah. know, in a way, in a way that I'm not like I'm controlling how. You know, I'm not controlling your growth in the way that I love you to make you do it this way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want you to I want you to grow. I want you to blossom. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm going to direct you in ways that I probably don't want you to go. You know what I'm saying? And if you do decide to go, these are the things to look out for. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, but, you know, that's... Um, I, I kind of kind of got kind of got lost a little bit. No, it's but, all right. You know what I'm saying, but that's kind of you know. So where did you meet Love? I mean, you okay. um you have kids and um and wife. Do you have a wife? No, or? no, no. So I'm not married. No. But yeah, I do have kids. Okay. You know, like um, I have um two baby mothers. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know everything is everything is good between yeah. us. You know, like we we figured a way that hey, like this whatever that we didn't have to work out you know mm-hmm. like our big like we just said our bigger purpose is the to kids. make sure that the kids is yeah. good and that they you know they see us still being able to you know be friends and you know what i'm saying like be together like you know when we're around in the same areas and things is all good you know like like they they need to see that we need to feel that you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like we, we can't feel like because we split up that yeah that has to be that way you know what i'm saying because then what are we showing the kids yeah you know what i'm saying so you can feel like as soon as something don't go right once you divide you have to cut the cord right and sometimes yeah. it doesn't have to be like that because right. love like there's an experience that happened within that time frame when y'all started loving each other till now now just because that we decide that maybe romantically it's not fitting doesn't mean that I stop loving you right, or caring right, for you. It's yeah, just a man. different stage and phase of love, yeah. um, and in a, because now we need love more than anything. So you say you have love for your family, love for your for who you are and your team. Um, so why do we love then? Why do we love? Like, tell me about why do we love? Like, do you feel like love is a myth? No, I mean it's not a myth, man. And I to, mean, I mean at the end of the day, everything is made up 
by something in some way, some you know what I'm saying, shape, some shape or form. Mm-hmm. So who's to say that whatever things are that before somebody put a name to it, it wasn't something different. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's just this is what we, you know, this is what we attach to it. You mm-hmm. know, atta- this the word we attach to it. So I'm not gonna say it's a myth. You know, um, I you know and what and and. To me, you know, love, you know, like like we were just talking about love and hate, you know what I'm saying? One is high vibrational and one is low vibrational. So when you're approaching things with love, you're already starting on a high vibration. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, you know, and then from there, it's like, as we saying, we want to go, we want to go higher, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We want to move forward and want to do that. So mm-hmm. why not start with that? You know what I'm saying? Why not lead with that? Even if it's just within yourself to where you got to get to where you got to get mm-hmm. first in order to help other people. Know what I'm saying? So, and that's how you grow. Right. You have to have love in everything you do to even grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like love is just something that that can be thought, and, and um, something that can be thought, and something that you um, and you pick up from your relationships and from family. And sometimes, even though there might be a split home, I think you can still find love within the things that are just going on. Right. And it might be little. But add that to the love bag. That's right. what I call it, the love bag. Hey, all the little things make something big. So. One of my favorite books is called um, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. Okay. And um, it's by Deepak um, Chopra, Chopra. And he's talking about like the spiritual laws of success. And he's talking about if you walk into something and you're giving more hate to it, you are filling up your bag with hate. So now you're taking the energy of love, giving it away, to where that now you can fill your love back to where that that's gonna be the most high vibration. Right, right. So imagine now if you live your life in just straight love right. and no like interaction with that you can walk down the street and somebody could be walking with a little malice in their heart, right? Mm-hmm. And they think that they're looking at you like, um, this is food, mm-hmm. but it's not really it's right. not even that because right. they think that you see them, right. but you're really not looking at them. You just right. kind of like going your right. own path and journey, but they, they fill their bag right. with hate. Right. Instead of my bag is filled with love. So even when I see you, I'm like, yo, what's good? How you doing? You might, you might not reciprocate it, but you ain't going to get that hate in my but bag. <laughs> you know? Look at it from this perspective, right? Like you say, somebody approaching you, right? So like I say, love is vibrational. Hate is low vibration. Yeah. Right. So if we, Walking, even though we can see each other, I'm high vibrational. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm really missing the hate. You feel me? Because I'm not looking. I'm not looking at that. You feel That's me? some bars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I'm 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 moving over that. You yeah. Know? And then hopefully that that could even if we, even if we don't speak to each other hopefully that energy can show you that like you don't have to be like that you, you don't me? you know what i'm saying and you that's how, what we need to change right. because if i if if as minorities or anybody right when we walking down the street and we, you know we do the look um you know the nod or we dap them up or we just say hello how you doing like those are all the things that go back to giving back Right. You give to receive right. So when you walk in And you're giving the love energy You open the door for this person You say hello to this person How you doing You got a pretty dress Hey man that's a nice fly shoes man And things like that You are giving love as you right. walk And here at the Saucy Thought Podcast I tell you guys We have the ESL program It's called the English Second Language But here we call it Eat, Sleep and Live um, Because at the end of the day We love food And um <laughs> we love some food Are you a soul food brother Or what Oh uh, man So I had You know Through my life Like I grew up in Mississippi Right Yeah So soul food has been You know what I'm saying Obviously 
the, the way to go. You yeah. Know? But um, through my through my um, my accident and things like that, mm-hmm. you know, it's just me starting to pay attention to a lot of things about my body. I've switched the way that I've eaten, just paying attention to how vegetarian. I'm you're vegan. You're vegan. Right, yeah. What's the difference between vegan so, and vegetarian? So Explain ve- to so us. So <laughs> vegan, is, vegan is fully plant-based, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's your oils that you use, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just the foods, the flowers, like everything. Vegetarian, you know, like you would, like you don't eat meat, but you would use animal products, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, you know, like, so that's the difference. And, this, and it was just like a transition from, mm-hmm. you know, like, like I was saying, when this is when I was playing uh, basketball mm-hmm. and going into rugby, you know what I'm saying? So from 2015 up until, well, actually a little bit in 2014 up until uh, the fall of 2016, you know what I'm saying? It's like what, what it took me to complete the transition and understood, understand, you know, how I wanted to approach it and, and go forward with this lifestyle of how I'm going to eat and, you know, treat my body. You, know you have to because your, your, um, your health is your greatest wealth. Right. So on the E... If there was one food you can eat for the rest of your life, this the only food you can eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, because I like fruit, bro. Um, go, go, fruit. That's crazy, bro. One. one yeah, that's all you eating. Oh, my goodness, bro. You got to yelp it? Oh, no, <laughs> I got to look on yelp. <laughs> bro, because it's like, you know. It, it's gonna be a fruit. I can tell you that. You know what I'm saying. So, but um, it's gonna be a fruit. Right. So is it like a mixed fruit, mixed bag of fruits, or is it like a particular? I, I can fruit? get most. I can get like multiple fruits. I mean, you're, you're gonna have a fridge full I'm, of fruit bowls. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like if I can get a lot of, hey, I'm eating fruit for the rest of my life. If it's I can get a lot of fruit. Yeah. But if it's just one fruit, then I don't know what specific. Fruit yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. So, that's fair. That's right. fair. Okay. So. If you have your fruits now And you gotta sleep with one person For the rest of your life It could be a celebrity It could be somebody from the past Or you know Who would that one person You're like man That's my wifey That's bae Man um, You know <laughs> It would have to be um, You know No celebrities Cause you know like I don't know I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even look that way mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying I look for what's gonna be Substantial, mm-hmm. you feel me for me, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, it would 100 percent, 1000 percent have to be Neil Sema. Neil Sema, yes, sir. I'm a, I mean, I don't know, I know who, who is no, nobody, nobody knows who she is publicly, you know what I'm saying? As far as like, you know, because she's not a you know, a, public, a, a public figure or things like that, you know. But this, okay. this, this, somebody that I've been, um, you know, connecting with, um. Know, for for some mm-hmm. for for some time, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. So so um and just just the just the feedback and you know what I'm saying the things that we give each other, you know what I'm saying. It's you know like that would make you know sleeping with somebody for the rest of your life a lot easier when you you know what I'm saying kind of on that same vibration with you know and uh, a harmonic you know energy and love and stuff like that, you know, and the things that we give each other in that way. Nice, nice. And um, if you could live with 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 that person mm-hmm. and eat fruits for the rest of your yeah. life with this person, yeah. <laughs> where would y'all live? You can only live in this one place. Um, I mean, 
I wouldn't know the specific city, country, or things like that, but it would have to be like, you know, just somewhere where, you know, like nature. Nature, you know nature outdoors. Outdoors, you know, we got the uh, views. The views, we got the natural fruits growing, the natural foods growing, the, you know what I'm saying? Do you have a country in mind or even uh, continent? Nah, not, not specifically. Not specifically, mm-hmm. like it's. It, it really wouldn't. It really wouldn't matter to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just that that would just kind of be the yeah. You know what I'm saying? The setting. Well, that's not bad. Right, right. Because at the end of the day, it's what brings you peace, love, harmony, and right, prosperity. Because right. you're still probably going to be doing and and climbing new ladders. And and that's still that's that's very impressive, man. Um, as a person, and I love the e- ESL. For me, you know, that's the, the the Gambian in me, the African in me. You know, I'm gonna have to go with some the jollof rice, fish jollof rice. It's called benachin. Yeah. Oh man, and ain't nothing like it. Yeah. Like jollof rice, you know, you got the spinach, you have the fish. Um, my aunt makes the best one. I don't care what nobody say. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue that. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> and and um. If I could, if there's a sleep person that I could sleep with for the rest of my life, it's probably gonna be Lola Jones. Low, Lolo Jones. Lolo she's Jones. a track and field athlete. Yeah, she's yeah, she's a pretty, th- she's a pretty lady. Yeah, she is. And uh, <laughs> and she's an athlete. I feel like right. our kids will be super athletic. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. Um, she got eight eight pack. Yeah. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, Lola Jones. Lolo Jones. Yeah. Lolo Jones. Track yeah, and field I, athlete. Yeah, I checked out some. Uh, yeah, and, stuff. and um, if I could live anywhere, it's probably gonna be Saint Tropez. Saint Tropez. J Cole said it. He was like San San Tropez. Oh, San Tropez. San Tropez. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'll Google why, why, why San Tropez? I grew well. The country that I was born in is the um is it's called the Smiling Coast, and it's right off the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. And um, I think that anywhere, of course, that would be. A place that I would love to um, have a vacation home and things like that, and go visit my family, um, live there probably six months out of the year. Mm-hmm. But um, having somewhere else where that's by the beach again, so going from beach to beach, right, right, that would be pretty yeah. good lifestyle. Yeah, That'd be a nice lifestyle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? I'm tired of seeing this beach of water. I want to go to the other side. Yeah. Eating fish, you know, and right. stuff like that. So that'd be pretty dope, you know, healthy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, that's that's where I will uh, go and do that. That's my first time sure. doing the ESL myself. Uh, so that's a little bit. Appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, man. You 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 sharing your story um, with us. So what is what is Cam up to next? What is what is next for you? Oh man, it's it's just continuing to build, man. Like to mm. me, like the the only thing that you know, um, you know, like it's no specific inge- uh, agenda to why well, I feel like I have to do this, you know, within this time because it's just so many different things and so many different moving parts. It's just to continue to, you know, build myself and be better, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like make sure that I'm make, doing the right things within myself first mm-hmm. and then using those skills and those tools to help. You know, other people, your community, right. your 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 crew, your team, right, yeah. because there's no I in team. Absolutely. You know, so it's us. You know, we like back home when we eat, we eat in a big plate. So when we eat in this big plate, the whole family surrounds this plate. So right. we all eat off of it. 
So yeah. at the end of the day, when when the, all the whole family is eating, yeah. that, that's right, prosperity. Right. That's yeah, prosperity. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. I like that, so that's that's one thing that we bring to this podcast, and um, making sure that when we live out here, it's an experience that you have, and and things like that. So, you know, we always got it's a po. It ain't no poetry show without no. Uh, there's no poetry show without um few few poems, right, right. and you know. You br- you brought some for us. You brought it. Bring nothing, but you said that you, we got to do it. So I'm. We have to. That's I'm the only thing I asked for. <laughs> I'm gonna find something. Yeah. Why are you finding something? It's gonna bother me if I don't redo this one. It's called the ego joint. Um, I messed up and nobody knew, but it's gonna bother me. Why are you finding yours? Okay. Yeah. So ego. I'm gonna start over again. You know, it's live. Mm. And who's gonna tell us how to do this show? It's my shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Me? Yeah. So ego Let's start over again Driving force of a go-getter Sweet string tones of a falsetta Ego so strong Feeling like it's a gift from Mandela I don't like that I'm gonna have to clip that One second See this is why you don't use your laptop (laughs) Hey Mark We're gonna have to clip that part (laughs) Alright I don't know why he does that Alright, there we go Why does it, okay Don't do that to me again <laughs> Driving force of a go-getter Switch string tones of a falsetto Ego so strong, feeling like it's a gift from Mandela Smooth like Ali with a cold sting from a Mayweather Playing the fields like it's the holy night Jumps hit harder than a Tyson bite Grr, oh my god, what a sight I go, you go, tell your ego It just doesn't feel right Wave the white flag, it may just be your lucky night. Try to find a man in the mirror if you make it to the next night or even in the afterlife. You can stand up and get knocked out like your father did or stand tall and show your father's will. Light flashes, bell rings, bird sings. Oh shit, it's time to get back in the ring. You have another fucking fight to win. So that's Ego. Um, You found something for you? Oh okay, <laughs> yeah. it's alright. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, I have this one called Freedom. That's the one I was gonna do at the end. Um, this one is called Freedom. Um, freedom rings. Freedom rings. Guilt and desire and conscious. The will to be free is turning the bland, the blind eye to what we need to see. As we, the people, feel the need to be free. Beneath our peoples is the vision for seeing mankind being free. Indeed, liberty and justice for all. We stand tall, can't forget our own faults as earth, as the earth unlocks its vaults. Salty water washes our presumptuous thoughts, wheeling and dealing. It's righteous freedom, it's our divine gift to living, breathing freely. For it shall not be given, freedom has to be taken in the name of the worthy being. For what is meant to be, true force of nature, we must take to break away from our mental chains in no shame in the name of freedom to this day thank you very much it's a saucy thought podcast i am here with cam um military veteran retired um community spokesperson um the the, the list goes on decorated humble and this this man right here he did this 
with just knowing me in a week and um he felt like this was an opportunity that we can share a meaningful conversation and um what do you want to what, what is something that you want to tell the give the guests who um live to once this is done to take away from this um i mean you know just you know just it's a lot to take away from it you know mm-hmm. overall you know but it's just like we talked about earlier you know like it's going to be a lot of things that's going to be placed mm-hmm. in front of you you know but you got the opportunity to either let that determine your success of mm-hmm. you, you know, pushing forward, you know, going over however you want to do it, mm-hmm. or if you're going to let it hinder you, you know what I'm saying? It'd be the reason why we fail, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we have those, we have that option and we have that will to either let that, let that mm-hmm. one of those two things happen, you know? Yeah. So just continue to prepare yourselves, you know, move, move yourselves forward. You get, you, you grow, you get stronger, you know, we all get stronger, and um, you know, we we li- we live to see the life that we want. We have to, and um, living the life that we want is basically waking up and doing the things that's gonna make you a better man. And I feel like when we woke mm-hmm. up today, I was really excited and looking forward to this moment. So, Saucy Thought Podcast, another therapy session going on right here, mm-hmm. and this was really exciting to have you, brother. And yeah, thank man, you so much. It, um, it. thank you so much for what you bring to this podcast and giving me the opportunity. So. We are signing now. Good opportunity myself. Yes, sir, man. Thank you. Thank you. From the from the Mississippi to Dallas, Texas, the Saucy Thought Podcast. We are signing now after a little bit of Drake session of Where's my Drake song? Where's my Drake song? Oh, this is my joint right here. Let's elevate. Saucy Thought. We out. Hey. Elevate, elevate. Only obligation is to tell it straight. So much on my plate, I gotta delegate. Baco pass a drug test, we gotta celebrate. I'm in better awake, thinking how'd I make. All this happened for myself and my family. All this happened for myself and my family. There's no way that this is real, man, it can't be. Yeah. Yeah. If you need me, you can't call me I stay busy making money You know what is on my mind All I think about is honey. I stay busy working on me I stay busy with my business on me I already hit her when you left her lonely She is not the type that likes to take things slowly Slowly, my mouth is going off, I don't know patience I got a chance, then my niggas got it too like it's contagious I see the future when I get wavy But I couldn't picture being champagne When I would buy that shit and save it for the right occasion I couldn't picture changes when I was with Miss Creighton That lady hates me, couldn't picture wife and Braden When I was pumping gas on road trips to go from Cincinnati on a date And I couldn't gauge it I want to thank God for working way harder than Satan. He's playing favorites. It feels amazing. Elevate. Elevate. Only obligation is to tell it straight. Me and all the guys found a better way. This a life, bitch. We can never separate. I'm in better weight. Thinking how'd I make. All this happened for myself and my family. All this happened for myself and my family There's no way that this is real, man, it can't be